Greetings. I hope you are well, and I pray that you are happy. My name is Father John, and I want to welcome you to this podcast, which is simply a daily boost to set your heart on the path of love for God and love for one another. We pray a psalm together, hear a scripture passage, and then I will share a brief reflection to lift our spirits and discover perhaps an idea, a thought, that challenges and assists you towards spiritual growth and a strong dynamic conviction to accept and follow Jesus. And now, my brothers and sisters, let us lift our heart to the Lord. The Lord has revealed to the nations his saving power. Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done wondrous deeds. His right hand has won victory for him, his holy arm. The Lord has made his salvation known In the sight of the nations, he has revealed his justice. He has remembered his kindness and his faithfulness toward the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation by our God. Sing joyfully to the Lord, all you lands. Break into song, sing praise. The Lord has revealed to the nations his saving power. Our reading today is from John's Gospel, chapter 16, verse 16 to 20. Jesus said to his disciples, a little while and you will no longer see me. And again, a little while later and you will see me. So some of the disciples said to one another, what does this mean that he is saying to us? A little while and you will not see me. And again, a little while and you will see me. And because I am going to the father. So they said, What is this little while of which he speaks? We do not know what he means. Jesus knew that they wanted to ask him. So he said to them, are you discussing with one another what I said? A little while and you will not see me and a little while and you will see me. Amen. Amen. I say to you, you will weep and mourn while the world rejoices. You will grieve, but your grief will become joy. Jesus said to his disciples, a little while and you will no longer see me. And again, a little while later and you will see me. Talk about confusion. What in the world is Jesus saying here? The disciples were having a hard time with this statement. We hear, so some of the disciples said to one another, what does this mean that he is saying to us? A little while and you will not see me. And again, a little while and you will see me. And because I am going to the Father. You know, I've been in many lectures where I did not have a clue what the professor was talking about. And I've also been in many conversations where the person I was talking with had no clue what I was saying. We live times in this confusion and concern, trying to figure it all out. And in a sense, that's what Jesus was really working on with his disciples, helping them to to figure this out. Today, we certainly know what Jesus is talking about, right? Referring to his suffering, death, and resurrection. But the disciples with Jesus were not very clear. If you notice, Jesus did not totally explain himself, did he? 
But what he said was, amen, amen, I say to you, you will weep and mourn while the world rejoices and you will grieve, but your grief will become joy. Again, really, what is going on? My friends, we know that when Jesus was hanging on the cross, the disciples all dispersed. Mary was in great pain, seeing her son tortured, ridiculed, spit upon. One of the most moving statues for me is the Pietà, a magnificent sculpture by Michelangelo in St. Peter's Basilica in Rome. Mary is holding Jesus in her gentle and loving arms. When you look at that statue and when you look at everything that the disciples were going through, you saw so much sorrow and despair. And it's this sorrow that Jesus was talking about in our reading today. On the other hand, on that early morning, three days after Jesus died, sorrow began to slowly change to a real joy. Jesus also spelled that out in our reading today. It is the Lord. Jesus is risen. Alleluia, alleluia. Amen, amen, I say to you, you will weep and mourn while the world rejoices. You will grieve, but your grief will become joy. As I look at our world today, there is so much pain, sorrow, grieving, suffering. I've spoken to many of you and you have shared your various experiences of turmoil and despair with me. So many stories. And I think that in reality, we all need to find the joy that Mary and the other disciples discovered at the resurrection. Each of us must turn our lives over to Christ. We must unite ourselves with Jesus. And it's placing our lives in the hands of the Lord so that our grief, our sorrow, our despair, our turmoil will become real joy. You know, a little further in John's gospel, chapter 16, verse 22, there's a, a beautiful phrase there. So you also are now in anguish, but I will see you again and your hearts will rejoice and no one will take your joy away from you. You know, I just cherish those words from Jesus. No one will take your joy away from you. Once you have that joy of knowing the love of Jesus in your life, it's yours to treasure forever. In the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 13, 52, we hear the disciples were filled with joy and the Holy Spirit. For me, that's what I want. And I pray that is what you want as well to be filled with joy and the Holy Spirit. Can you just imagine waking up each day, feeling that joy, knowing that now in my life, no one can take it away from me. No one can take it away from you. 
The disciples were filled with that joy when they totally surrendered their lives to Christ. And that joy, my brothers and sisters, that can be yours as well. That joy does not come to you in your stuff. All the things that you have, your car, your house, your phone, your television, your furniture, your clothes, it does not come in all your stuff. That joy does not come to you in, in what you do. We have various occupations, don't we? A farmer, lawyer, doctor, landscape artist. It does not come in what you do. We think it does, but really it doesn't. And it doesn't come to you in, in what other people say about you. You're great. You're the best thing since butter. You are rotten. You are mean-spirited. You are loving. Joy doesn't come from those statements. My friends, true joy comes to you when you embrace the risen Lord, as did the disciples, when their eyes were open. It comes to you when you recognize that you are a child of God, that you belong to God alone. So yes, my friends, you will have moments of real grief, sorrow, despair, but in the end, if you come to accept Jesus Christ in your life, you will have the greatest joy, unbelievable joy. Have a great day. Be sure of my prayers.